0: Anthony Joshua versus Alexander Provekin Fight Predictions Dun 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 Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. Before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind everybody you can follow me on Twitter at FightJunkieCom, listen to me on Anchor.fm, and of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel YouTube.com slash FightJunkie 2006. So let's jump into this. First we'll look at Alexander Povekin. He is 39 years old and Joshua is only 28. So there's an age gap right there. He's 34 wins, 1 loss with 24 KOs. Joshua on the other hand is undefeated with 21 wins and has 20 knockouts. Povekin stands roughly 6'2, while we have Joshua standing at 6'6. The reach for Joshua is listed as 82, and the reach for Povekin is 75. So, right there, we see some big physical advantages to Joshua. The, the only issue with that is Povekin has pretty much faced the who's who in the division, and I don't think. The size and reach of Joshua is really going to throw him off. Now that doesn't mean it's not an advantage. But what I'm saying is it's not going to be unexpected. He fights in an aggressive style coming forward anyway. He's a smaller-ish heavyweight. So he's going to be used to having to come forward and get past jabs and right hands. And close the distance. So I don't think anything out of the norm is going to be because Joshua is 6'6". Uh, Alexander has fought Val- Vladimir Klitschko. He's, like I said, he's fought most of the big guys in the division. He's not that big himself, so he's going to be used to that. Speaking of Klitschko, that was his one loss. That was way back in 2013. He was dropped by uh, Klitschko, but he did make it the distance. And that's impressive because, obviously, he was giving up a lot of height, a lot of reach, and even the power punching Klitschko when he threw Really could hit uh, Pavekin clean. Um, Vladimir held a lot. So that stifled the offense of Pavekin. And I think that would be a good strategy for Anthony Joshua to implement. Now as far as Joshua goes, what has he been doing? Well, he's just been winning. He's coming off a win against Parker. Honestly, I wasn't impressed. I know a lot of people weren't impressed with him. And it was basically, for me, it wasn't because he went to a decision. It's because who he went to a decision against. I'm not a big fan of Parker. I don't think he's very skilled. I think you saw that in his last fight. He's very hesitant. And I thought AJ could have sparked him if he wanted to. But... I understand where the AJ camp is coming from because they've got a little bit more of the safety first type of style. I almost want to equate it to like a Lennox Lewis style as he got later in his career with a manual where he had him really working behind the jab. He would be able to hold in close and then work that long right hand from the outside the distance. That's smart. It's smart. It may not be exciting, especially the way that we've watched. Anthony fight in the past, but I understand where they're coming from. Now that throws a little wrinkle into the capping of the Povecken fight. I'll get into that a little bit more when we're talking about the odds, but it's simply based off which AJ will show up. If you can decide that, it's basically going to make you choose which way to bet the fight because... If you're going to say that AJ is going to fight a cautious fight, then I'm telling you Povekin is the real deal here. He is a veteran. He is tough as nails. Now, I know I overestimated uh, Spike O'Sullivan and his toughness, but Povekin has proven this on a world stage over and over again that he is a tough, tough man. Now, is AJ going to come out and just brawl with him? If obviously he does that, then everything goes out the window if you've capped it where AJ's going to use distance. So that's something that ultimately you're going to have to decide when you're looking at these odds to see what you like. As far as what I think Povekin's going to bring, I think he's going to bring his style. I don't think he's looked great in his last three fights, including his knockout win over David Price. And that fight, he dropped Price in the third round and then... Price was uh, credited with a knockdown when he hit Povekin with a big looping left hook that drove him into the corner. And the ref said that the uh, ring ropes held Povekin up. So did I think he looked great? Well, I think he looked like Povekin generally looks. But the problem is with this PED situation that came up and canceled the Deontay Wilder fight. Since then, he's had two fights, three fights back. And you could say he hasn't looked great. And any of those three fights. Now since the Klitschko loss, He's actually won eight in a row. Eight out of eight. He's undefeated since the Klitschko loss. Six of those eight wins. Were inside the distance. So you can't really fault any of that. It's just his last three fights. Two out of those three fights. He went to a decision. And then people are automatically. Pointing out. If he's clean off PEDs and he's shown his power punching ability has decreased, he's already went to a decision twice out of three fights. So I get where people are coming with that, and it may be a PED issue, Or it could be he's 39 years old. He's getting up there. So, I mean, the guy's going to be 40 years old. You have to figure at some point he's going to start slowing down. This could be the case that we're seeing that. It could be a combination of everything. Who knows how hard he trained for those fights. There's a lot that could go into it. But you have to try to... Figure that out and take it into account when he's facing a killer like AJ. Because even when AJ is being a little more hesitant and safety first, he's still got massive power. And that's a problem for Pavekin because Pavekin has a fatal flaw of staying on the outside. And what I mean by that is he likes to set up his offense, come in with combination punches. And once he gets inside, he'll do good work. But a lot of times he will bring himself right back outside and that's a that's a fatal flaw against guys like vladimir klitschko guys like anthony joshua guys who are really good from the outside because he has to take so much abuse to get back inside what he should be doing is taking that abuse obviously he's trying to avoid it but you take your abuse you get inside and you stay inside until either aj can force you off of him or the ref breaks you. But Povekin has this weird habit where he'll come in. Throw good body works. Throw some looping hooks and right hands to the head. And then he he's the one that actually takes a step back. That's going to be deadly if he does that against AJ. He did, he did that against Vladimir. He actually did that against Price as well. Price did very well early on by just muffing up. All he did was basically put his gloves up. And he caught everything Povekin threw because Povekin was much smaller. So he has to throw on this looping arc. And so the big guys can see it coming. Where the big guys get in trouble is when you pull back with your hands down against a looping shot. And that's what Povekin's able to do. He's able to land those looping shots when the bigger guy, the taller guy, the guy with the longer reach, miss times where those punches are coming and they think they're out of range. And then boom, all of a sudden they're not. Now as far as AJ goes, we kind of touched on, you know, his two different styles now. Again, I was not impressed with Parker at all. I thought it was an abysmal performance, if I'm being honest with you. But that's simply because I don't really buy into anything the Parker team is selling. I don't think the guy is good. I don't think he's skilled. I think the best thing about him is probably his chin. And you saw him get dropped in the last fight. I thought AJ could have done a lot more than what he did. But even him and his team said, hey, had I went out and tried to go for the kill, who knows what could happen. And that's a bit of a problem because... If, if you're starting to fight the safety first style of fighting, it's going to mess up a lot of people with a lot of capping because we've seen AJ fight one way for most of his career. And now all of a sudden we saw this little wrinkle. Now, was it just a wrinkle for the Parker fight or was it a permanent thing that they've added to his boxing ability to conserve his stamina And protect his questionable chin And it's not just because He got dropped by uh, Vladimir Or was hurt by White It's because these questions around his chin Have been around since the amateur days All the stories of him getting dropped And knocked out in sparring There's supposedly Price knocked him out in sparring There's a lot of rumors going around about his chin So is, is this accurate? Is this true? Is this something that his team knows about? Is this something that his team is worried about? Do they have to implement new tools to keep him away from those dangerous punchers if that's the case then we could see a new style of AJ evolve where he still has power on his punches but he's fighting more Vladimir Klitschko-esque maybe not as much holding but generally just trying to keep the fight on the outside keep that jab in everybody's face and look for those prime time opportunities to let a right hand go or a left hook and try to basically end it with one shot, two shots. Otherwise, he's basically being defensively sound and just sticking that jab out there in everybody's face because he's so tall, got a good jab, able to use that to keep distance and then set up a right hand left hook every now and again. We could see that and if we see that, Especially against guys like Povekin, who are notoriously tough, has never been stopped, who's faced the who's who's in the divisions, you're going to go rounds. Do I think this fight could go rounds? Yes, I do think this fight could go rounds. Now, let's run over the odds really quick. We got AJ sitting at minus 1075, Povekin at plus 875. Those are straight lines. I'm going to go over a few of these totals I have because since it's a big fight, they've put up more than just the distance. And I'm going to let you know what each one is and show you where the books think this fight could potentially end. We start with over and under five and a half rounds. Over is minus 227. Under is plus 162. Over, under, six and a half rounds. Over is minus 189. And under is plus 138. Over, under, 7.5. Over is minus 137. Under is plus 100. Over, under, 8.5. Over is plus 145. Under is minus 155. Right there is the point where you see the books have set the line that they think this fight could end. Eight and a half rounds is a minute thirty and nine, and I can't argue with this because, as I said, I believe this fight could potentially go rounds, and they're already looking at the ninth round right there of a twelve-round scheduled fight. Um, Over/under nine and a half rounds. Over nine and a half rounds is plus one twenty-five. Under is minus one seventy-five. And the big one, the fight goes to a decision or doesn't go, does go is plus four hundred. Won't go as minus 500. Now we'll go with the uh, props for each fighter. A draw is plus 75. Joshua wins inside as minus 325. Povekin wins inside as plus 1050. Uh, We have um, Joshua wins by decision. Joshua wins by decision 435. Povekin wins by decision 3800. So you can see they don't expect Povekin To have any chance to win on the cards. But again that makes sense because they have the under 12 at minus 500. Obviously Joshua is favored to win inside. That's not surprising. Only one guy has went the distance with him. Pavekin inside as his lowest prop. That also makes sense simply because of the way he fights, the looping punches, the way he tries to get inside, the question marks around Joshua's chin. I totally understand why that's his lowest prop as well. So when you're looking at this, like I said, if you're on the AJ train and going to say AJ's going to win, then you have to look at how you think he's going to win. And that really honestly comes back to which style you think he's going to fight. Is he going to be the more aggressive AJ that comes out and tries to take Povekin out? Is he going to fight like a Dylan White type of fight? White was another smaller fighter. He had a similar style where he likes to come forward and be aggressive. And those two basically went to war. But they had some personal things going on there between them that Povekin and AJ don't seem to have. They've been pretty cordial. I haven't heard any real smack talk going back and forth. How, how would I fight Povekin, if I was AJ, I would probably do the safety first style if I'm being honest with you. It makes more sense. The The best chance for Povekin to win is going to be to land one of those haymakers. He needs to close the distance to do that or perfectly time AJ pulling back. AJ does a pretty good job of keeping as his, his defense up and not pulling like straight back like a lot of guys do, but it only takes one mistake like that, especially with a guy like Povekin who swings in that arc style. If you you mistime that, that's going to be real trouble on your chin. Even if you don't have a questionable chin, he's hit a lot of guys with those looping punches because they time their pullback. So if I was Anthony, I'm going to fight behind the jab. I'm going to shoot the right hand. I'm going to shoot the left hook. And I'm going to either jab my way out when Povacian comes in to create more distance, or I'm just going to simply tie him up and make the ref break us. Klitschko did it perfectly. A lot could depend on the ref. If he allows AJ to hold, it'd be smart to hold because Povekin simply can't get off any offense when you're holding him on the inside. You break and he has to go back through the jab, back through the right hand, back through the hook, back through the uppercut just to get back inside and then you hold him again. Vladimir Klitschko did it all night. It's not exciting to watch. People would say that the fight was garbage. They were Talk smack about Joshua's performance, but ultimately he could easily win in that type of fight. The other thing you have to factor in is Joshua's stamina. We've seen him fade before, not just in the Klitschko fight. He got tired in the white fight as well. He did much better in the Parker fight, but look how low amount of punches they fought. Look what kind of safety first style they fought. And you can't tell me that his team doesn't know this. Like, are they trying to keep him measured? You know, are they trying to pull back on the reins to keep him where he's got more stamina and he's still got that vaulted power that he can launch on somebody at any point in time should he need to? as opposed to like the Klitschko fight or the white fight where he looked like he was dead tired and ready to collapse up at certain points. I still believe if Klitschko would have came out that next round, balls to the wall, he would have got him out of there, but that's another story for a different day. But um, what I think uh, Povacian can do, well, I think all he can do is come forward. Honestly, like I said, I don't think he's going to fix that flaw of coming inside and then moving himself back outside. And even if he did, it a lot depends on the ref here because if he comes in and he's being rough and tough in the clinch the ref could easily break them and he has to come right back and start all over again so that's the big problem for Pavekin it's not new to him so it's not like he's not going to know how to fight this style that we're talking about it's just a matter of how effective is he doing it honestly and that comes into play of how does AJ fight him What kind of ref do we have? What's the overall game plan? Is AJ just going to look to pick him apart from the outside, land the shots when he can land the shots, and if he goes the distance, go the distance? Or is he going to try to make a statement off the dismal performance against Parker and say, look, this was a one-time deal, guys. Parker was dangerous in this area and that area, and so I had to do this. Personally, thinking personally, in my opinion, when I think about it, I think Povekin is much more dangerous than Parker, but that's because I don't really think much about Parker at all. Povekin, to me, is way more proven. He's fought the much better guys, and he's shown much more toughness and willingness to go through hell to try to win the fight. You saw Parker's last fight. You saw his fight against Joshua. The guy just doesn't have that gas puddle to go, hey, I'm losing. I need to do something. He just he just doesn't. He's just willing to go 12 rounds, not throw his hands, and lose on the cards. I don't believe Pavekin is like that. Even in the Klitschko fight, he tried his us. He just wasn't able to get in there and get his offense off. So, If Pavekin fights the way Pavekin normally does, PEDs or not, he's got to come forward. Now, how effective he is, like I said, I believe rests on the AJ side. I don't believe it rests on the Pavekin side because I've watched this guy for a long time and he basically has to do the same thing. Because of the physical advantages of AJ, Pavekin has to fight the same way he always fights. I don't see him standing on the outside boxing and trying to make AJ come to him. I don't. The only way these two clash is because Povekin is close to the distance. And then that determines that it's all going to be determined on AJ. How much does he want to fight? Does he want to immediately create distance and then launch bombs? Or will he tie him up, wait for a break, jab right hand, wait for a break, jab right hand? If he does this with the toughness of Povekin, I could see this fight going to a decision. And I know that sounds a little crazy. You know, the odds are very high that it goes to a decision. AJ's only went to one decision in his whole career, and usually he's a killer in there, but it's just the two styles. If AJ fights even a little bit conservative, he doesn't have to go full Parker, but if he fights conservative more often than not during the round, Povekin has shown such toughness and world-class level skills and you know the ability to be mentally tough and go through tough times that i think he could probably make it just tough enough To make it the distance now if AJ comes out and it's a white type of fight where they're just throwing and going crazy Then anything could happen and the odds of that fight going the distance are slim to none So that's why I think it's important that you make the decision on what you think as far as how AJ is going to fight If you can pin that down, I think it's going to determine how you think AJ is going to win and then when you look at that you can look at okay if they come out blasting is it really going to go seven rounds eight rounds you have so many options with the totals there or even if you just want to play it quote unquote safe you have the AJ inside now if you think he's going to box and you think he's going to create that distance and just take the prime opportunities to throw leather leather. do you think Povekin is tough enough to take those spots of hard punches and then go ahead and get through the jabs, you know, the holding, the referee breaking. Do you think he's tough enough to do that for 12 rounds? Personally, I think he's tough enough in that type of fight to go the distance. Now, do I think it's going to be that type of fight? All I can do is go off of Joshua's past, and I, I'm not impressed with that Parker fight. I can't get it out of my head, simply because I don't believe Parker was as dangerous as the AJ and his team try to make him out to be. I think that was proven in his next fight. He looked like garbage. I don't think Parker was as tough and dangerous as I think he was. So here's my question. For them, for you, for everyone. If they thought Parker was so dangerous, what are they thinking about Povekin? Because Povekin has shown throughout his career to go forward. And Throw punches and go through adversity and try 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 to win until the very last bell I never saw that from Parker personally I never thought he was this some killer that everybody made him out to be and Apparently AJ and his team were so concerned that they developed a new style for that fight So if they were concerned about Parker, it worries me that they're gonna be concerned about Povetkin and go back to the safety style first if we can get him we will get them well we're not going to push the envelope here we're not going to push the pedal to the metal and try to just blast them out and risk either fatiguing and then being in real trouble or getting caught in a stupid exchange that puts aj down or out again and he loses all of his titles remember he's got a lot more to lose now and and there's the potential of the winner of fury and wilder there's a lot on the line here so could it be A matter of just is a win, is a win, is a win. It really could be. Again, I'm not in the head of AJ. And this wouldn't be a bet I would suggest you throw the house on. To me, this is more of a throwaway bet. Remember, a throwaway bet to me isn't necessarily like you're throwing money in the toilet. I consider that a toilet bet. Like you're flushing money down the toilet in the hopes that some... Crazy high-odd thing hits a throwaway bet to me is more just it's a small portion of your bankroll It doesn't really mean anything if you lose it's not gonna disrupt your entire world You can make a case for it happening and the odds are really good for it You know for that if it does happen that the risk versus reward is really good should we pin that right do? I think it's going to go to a decision. I actually can see it going to a decision if everything plays out exactly like I said, and I know that's very hard to pinpoint and say AJ is going to fight exactly this way and Povekin is going to fight exactly this way. I believe I have one side of that equation 100% right. I'll say that again. I believe I have the Povekin side of that equation capped 100% right correctly. I believe he's going to fight like how we know him to fight. He's going to be as hard and tough as he always is. And he's going to try to walk through fire to get to AJ. The problem with the other side of the capping here is because AJ threw that wrinkle in there, the Parker fight. It's not just because he did that against Parker. It shows that he has the ability to do that. And Pavekin is a similar statute guy to To Parker, he's not a very big guy. So it's not out of the question that AJ's just physical gifts and ability allow him to control distance and win rounds without ever really being in danger. And on the flip side, never putting Pavekin in serious danger. Parker was never in serious danger. And I think way less of Parker than I do Pavekin. Now, could Pavekin force AJ to fight? He could. But if the game plan is, listen, AJ, we want you to box, we want you to hold, we want you to create distance, then I could see him sticking to that game plan because obviously that's what they've practiced. Now, if the game plan is, hey, listen, if this guy comes in, gets rough, gets gruff, and you have an opportunity to take him out, take him out then of course with AJ's power his natural abilities the physical attributes that he brings into the ring then something could change really quickly so we're trying to try we are trying to get into the mind of AJ and that would have been way easier prior to the Parker fight I personally believe prior to the Parker fight we probably would be talking about AJ's going to get him out of there when does he get him out of there simply because of the way that um AJ had fought previously. Even his fight with Klitschko where there were times that were boxing. You could see like they were going for the kill. And they were going hard for that kill at times. And that's why it turned out to be such an awesome fight. Another point, quick point I want to make here. The Klitschko fight. AJ Klitschko. It went 11 rounds. The Carlos Takam fight. It went 10 rounds. The Parker fight, it went 12 rounds. You can see why I'm trying to make a case this could go some rounds. We even got the Dominic Brazil fight that went 7 rounds. So it's not like AJ just crushes everybody in 1 or 2 rounds. So that's why I was looking at, when you're looking at these odds and you're looking at all these totals they have, why you can see the books started to flip at 8.5, which is a minute 30 in the 9. They know Pavekin's style. They know his traditional toughness that he's shown throughout his career. They know the style change that AJ did in his last fight. They know those exact same rounds we spoke about, 11, 10, 12, that AJ had went in his last few fights. That's why you see that switch. Eight, eight and a half. Now, if you're just looking at will go, won't go five or twelve full rounds, you're like, there's no chance this is going the distance. It's minus 500 to end before the final bell, and plus 400 to go the distance. But you see, once it's broken down in those five, six, seven, eight, nine round totals, where they actually see the fight turning. So, in their opinion, this is going until that nine. 10ish round area now of course they can be wrong we can be wrong they can be right we can be right but I'm just explaining this to you to see so you understand what the books are looking at when they cap the fight because remember they cap the fight as well because they're trying to set the line where they think it's right to get two-way action and then of course who they favor to win and how they favor to win so that's something to look at if you're looking at AJ if you think it's gonna end early I would probably have to disagree with that aspect I won't say that I don't think AJ can't stop him. I'm not saying that. But again, I think that really plays into how AJ comes into this fight. If he fights a safety first style, I think we are going to see another decision with a lot of people unhappy that he didn't get the stoppage, especially with the odds the way they are because he's favored pretty heavily to win straight. He's favored to win inside, and the under 12 full is favored. So people expect him to get the job done against the 39-year-old, much smaller Povekin, especially with all these uh, questions around PED use and him not looking so great in his last three fights. The, The expectations are high that this was a fight that... Uh, AJ's team took to avoid Deontay Wilder. I'll just put that out there. Now, do I believe that? Do I not believe that? I'm just saying this is the idea that people have as he took an easier fight in Pavekin and avoided wilder so if people believe that then that's one of the reasons you may see these lines you may see the money coming in on inside and under and aj straight because they believe this is lesser competition they believe that Pavekin is made to order for aj so they're going to expect him to do what he's supposed to do quote unquote supposed to do now it's up to you to listen to what i said go over your own research look at these odds and tell me how you think it's going to play out is aj going to scrap the safety first style is he going to go ahead and try to take Pavekin out of there or is he going to go a win is a win is a win let me know how you see the alexander Pavekin versus um AJ fight going down. Leave a comment. Hit me up on social media. Let me know what you guys think, what you're playing, and what you expect from AJ in this title defense. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.